All right, Vince. Hit him in the head, right between the eyes. Good shot. Okay, he's dead. Let's go get him. That's another one for the fire. And now, it's time to sit back and enjoy the Two True Freaks Internet Radio Broadcast. The Walking Dead. Hello and welcome to Walking Dead Wednesday number 26. I'm Chris Honeywell and I'm here with my two co-hosts Sean Engel and Bill Robinson. Dr. Bill Robinson. Hello. Hey everyone. And we are covering the first big well no last episode was pretty much the first big Abraham issue but we are in Abraham land for Walking Dead we were going to be covering Walking Dead number 55 today now I think we had said we were going to do the book but I think we decided we're going to wait for the second book to come out and do them both in one shot was that kind of the plan yeah because we got a lot of little side projects going into that bells and whistles going into that show so if, if we're going to do it, we might as well take the time and do it right. And we got plenty of other Walking Dead stuff to cover in the meantime, so... Oh, yeah. So those of you that tuned in expecting the Fall of the Governor Part 1... We lied. Well, it wouldn't be the first time that we we horribly lied to you, so there you go. Pulled the rug your, right out from under you. Your refund checks are in the mail. Yep. Yeah. That would be so funny, sending, losing money by sending out refund checks for zero dollars. <laughs> having to spend money to mail them all out. But um, before we get into this episode, we, we've been talking for a while before we started recording this. But I just want to add, happy. It, it, uh, it's not for you guys, but for us, we are recording on um, the, the 20th of April. So it's 420. It's 420 day. It's Easter. Mm-hmm. It's Hitler's birthday. And Earth Day, <laughs> oh I believe. It's Earth Day 2. <laughs> I forgot about that. It's oh a trifecta. No, I think it's Earth Day 2. So I think there's it four of them day. all going it's on Earth at day. once. Oh, it's, it's, is it Earth it, Day or is Earth Day 425? It might be 420. You know, that makes sense. Oh, my God. Hitler's birthday? <laughs> so it's time I to... I guess it's time to get stoned, plant a tree... Um, um, toast the master race and eat a boiled egg. <laughs> nope, nope. Earth Day is the 22nd. Is it? Oh, okay. Oh, good. Okay, so it's only the trifecta. So we only have a trifecta, and we had a blood moon this week. Oh, yeah, we did. Blood moon. And we will have three more before September 2015, I think. And all so that's it, guys. After that, we're done. Yep, all it's over. Prophecies fulfilled. <laughs> yeah, those stupid Mayans—they didn't do jack shit. Mm. Oh, carry the one. Oops. <laughs> but oh yeah, it's wait, wait. We, we got to wish everyone a happy Zombie Jesus Day. That's right. Exactly. That's exactly what today is. Now, do you guys think you would have been a, a roamer or a lurker? I think you I definitely think... would have been a roamer. Yeah, Romer, I'd definitely... He'd, he'd be walking around with his, his little band of 12 other zombies. Would he be the only zombie that could, like, cross the moat and get over to your stronghold? Oh, yeah. Mm. yeah. 
he wouldn't be able to walk on water, but he'd walk under the water to get to where you were going to. You, so there you go. Do you think he would save human lives because he could take one brain and feed all this, like a whole <laughs> crowd of zombies with just one brain and some intestines? Yeah. <laughs> just a, you know, a basket of brains and there's, you know, there's a joke in there somewhere, but I, I'm, I just can't. It's, I got something forming in my head, like teach a man to eat and whatever. You turn the jello into brains. Uh, Teach man to eat the living and live live forever. I don't know, something like that. I think each show we're like, we we are like, I was going to say hell bent to to condemn ourselves to damnation within the first five minutes before we settle in. (laughs) I think think we're too far gone by now. That's a reference to the book, isn't it? Oh, too far gone. Heavy. Sneaky how you did that. We're hell bent for leather. Oh, please, no. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm sure it'll be underneath us as we talk right now. (laughs) Hey, at least Uh, we didn't say Turbo Lover. Oh, God. You know, just the whole Rob Halbert, the whole thing, all the connotations of those songs changed after I found out. Yeah. Because I was like, whoa, wait a minute, Turbo Lover? Whoa. Yeah, Yeah, because I remember listening to that song when it came out. I was like, man, this is a badass song. This rocks. This guy must be failing a bunch of girls. And then I realized, oh, no, he was probably nailing not a bunch of girls. (laughs) (sighs) Tell me there's no other. (laughs) Rob Halbert and Zombie Jesus on the road. (laughs) Jeez. So The Walking Dead. Yes. All right, so um, I have lovingly crafted a synopsis. Uh, and I must applaud you. You've been the, quite the synopsinator. I am. Um, you were doing that a lot on uh, Star Trek Monthly Monday? I did. I, yeah. Well, yeah, but it, that, I did, all I had to do is read it and that, you know, because uh-huh. now I have the books. So, gotcha. yeah, so that wasn't too tough. I didn't have to, like, come up with anything original. Let's <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Whatever. Do that. Okay, so this is Walking Dead number 55. And uh, sorry, I got a good uh, energy drink burp work in here, but it's it's just not going to happen. Sorry. (laughs) So um, Rick wakes up in a cold sweat from a guilt dream where um, in it he saves Carl from uh, running into the street in front of an SUV only to have Lori first comfort him and then eat him alive. He wakes up in a tent with Carl and takes over watch for uh, nodding off Abraham, which gives him a chance to have another insanity-confirming conversation on his crazy phone to Lori. Quote-unquote, they decide people may be happier dead and Rick is at fault for her and the baby's death and then uh, Glenn shows up to take over and he tells Glenn that uh, he'll take his watch so Glenn goes back to bed and to find a sleepless kind of freaked out Maggie who just wants him to hold her as she lays awake with a thousand yard stare so uh, the next day they pull out and uh, end up in some sort of either strip mall or small town or something but they're raiding some stores for supplies and uh, Eugene ends up observing this sort of semi-comatose zombie, um, which he finds 
quite fascinating. So uh, they discussed the listless zombie around the fire that night, and uh, Glenn excuses himself because he's noticed that Maggie went off to go to the bathroom and she's kind of taken a long time. So as he's walking through the woods calling her name, we see her silhouetted in the background, hung from a noose behind him. Maybe she's just correcting her spine. That's what I thought at first. I actually, my first thought when I first read this was somebody, somebody did that to her, and then I was like, oh, wait, no. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's pretty intense. <laughs> yeah, Kirkman's is back to his old thing. You know, we had that sort of couple of calm issues where, you know, you had the downtime, and now you're back into someone's someone's going to die. And, you know, it might be Maggie this time. Yeah, that, yeah. The, this Maggie is definitely not the Maggie of the TV show. Two different creatures, mm-hmm. just like Carol. As oh we're yeah. Finding out in the in, in this uh, rereading the comics after the TV show, having advanced through these parts of the story, is pretty interesting now. You know, to see how how far the the different the characters differ. Mm-hmm. Well, you know the. I don't. I, I've come to the point where I don't mind the differences in the show anymore. You know, I'm I'm, I'm enjoying both of them for what they mm-hmm. are. You know, I, I, again, I'm, I'm probably enjoying the comics a little bit more. But you know, the comics just have that much more uh, storyline going on. Yeah. So it's, yeah, they got a decade of history behind them. Yeah. Wow. It's been a decade already. At least. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One thing that I want to comment on the the first thing uh, when when they're at the campsite near the end. I think now I, I may not be certain, but I think this is the first time I've ever read in the book. Eugene calls these things zombies in that uh, third panel. I guess uh, the pages are numbered, but where they're talking, they're sitting in the dark around the campfire. He says, still thinking about that zombie in the town. I think that's the first time that I remember in the book them referring to them as zombies. It may be the only is- time I remember and you yeah. know, I just I just spaced right over that. I didn't notice that at all. Yeah, because I, I went and reread this, you know, before the show, and I was like, he actually said zombie there, and it's it's Eugene, and I, I like the I like that they're setting up Eugene as this kind of scientist character, you know, him, him investigating the zombie, you know, wondering why it's so weak. It, it it leads you to believe that he might not be sort of the full of shit type person that we kind of thought he might be at the beginning when we first met him with yeah. him and Sam. So No, he genuinely seems to be like something something about it has definitely made him think, you know, has has caught on to his brain a little bit. You can tell. And I mean he mm-hmm. might just be he might just be playing it up or whatever, but yeah, he's definitely that's the de- and it is, and and it is interesting because and that's a thought I've always thought is like, you know, these guys have a ruined body. Is can it possibly? How could it possibly process food, and you you yeah. know convert that food to energy and uh, and all that? You know, I always well, thought of, of zombies eating as just sort of being something they did. You know, they didn't need it to live. They just thought they had to do it. Mm-hmm. So which well, makes them even more horrifying. Well, and, you know, you take the reality into it, you know, with with weather and natural predators, you know, the human body 
has all the this immune system and everything. It has all these things going for it to keep decay and all this from setting in. Right. And when you're dead and you're reanimated, you know, unless there's some sort of mystical thing going on around you, if you're still just following the natural order of you know, decomposition, all this zombies really shouldn't stick around for all that long unless there's some sort of, you know, unless the, there's some sort of viral thing that's keeping yeah. their immune system going and keeping them from decomposing all this. So, yeah, I mean, there's that, that point where all your body fat turns to liquid, basically, and and mm-hmm. there and everything would just be sliding off them. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah, because it's, we've. Yeah, because we've seen in, in, in the show, they've been showing that, uh, you know, they find zombies that are rather decomposed in a poor state and then usually there's it's you know they've they've been looking worse and worse as the show's been going on yeah and they seem to be the ones that seem to actually be rotting away are the ones that have become unable to move a lot too yeah yeah they're outside like by a swamp and you know they're torn in half or whatever and uh, you'll see that they're riding away really quickly. But I guess that would make sense because they're like right near the the forest floor and bugs and mm-hmm, everything just, can and, just have at them. Yeah, because you know you get bit by a mosquito, you slap it away. You know you feel that. Mm-hmm. You know there are flies around you. You you move away or you you bathe or whatever to clean yourself off. There there are these things that are that should be parts of the natural decomposition system that happen in, in normal life that are affecting these undead things and you know causing them to decompose so the fact that Eugene finds this one that is not as mobile and not as aggressive as the other zombies is is really kind of interesting in the book well uh, Rick t- takes note after he says zombie and he tells him that you know they've been calling them uh, roamers and lurkers mm-hmm. that you know, it kind of admits that they've never used the zombie term. They they define them by what they, I guess, what they do. Well, I I've always figured this world was just slightly different than ours, where zombies weren't a household word. You know, the the people who would be using the word zombies would be horror movie aficionados and nerdy type people, which Eugene, uh, as a scientist or whatever he is is totally would totally you know be like oh yeah i watched all the night of the living dead movies or whatever you know but i guess they're they're thinking normal people just don't really think about monsters or anything like that yeah it does definitely fit into the person who's you know scientifically minded or you know uh, analytically analytically minded that they would be kind of nerdy and they would probably have the sort of desire to watch you know horror movies or sci-fi right. movies or movies that would have a, a zombie trope somewhere in them so yeah it makes sense that you gene would refer to them as zombies i think maybe this takes it a little too too much to the extreme but i also think something that happens in comics a lot is comic writers are in their own little world of their, their comic book fans too so they often write about things and, and portray normal people as being more like nerdy people, you know, or knowing, so you know, more nerdy things. Mm-hmm. And often when they try to make them hip and up to date, it's often like grandpa trying to be cool, too, you know. So I think Kirkman maybe like overcompensates a little of this with taking it away of like, oh, yeah, people don't really know what zombies are or whatever. 
or I don't know if he's playing some sort of thing that people just don't want to use the word zombies because that's just too goofy. But if people were going around biting people on the neck and drinking their blood, we'd call them vampires and pretty quick. So, so in this world, the Cranberries never had their hit song? No, they may have, but it wasn't a hit song, yeah. They, yeah. They put the CD out, but nobody cared. Zombie. Yeah, <laughs> As it would have been, in, yeah, that was one of the good yeah. things they had going for. In yeah, Linger was their big hit, and that's all that came out from them. That was so. a song about my farts, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Zombie? <laughs> linger. Oh, okay. Let it linger. <laughs> Do you have to? Did you have to? <laughs> have to let it linger. Ah, uh, I missed <laughs> your singing, Dr. Bill. I did. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and your synopsizing. We'll have to have that next time as well. Oh no. Oh. Okay. Well, I guess I can we can do that. Um I think the faces uh the art in this really conveys people's moods just by the way the faces are shown like Maggie with the uh with with the thousand yard stare. Mm-hmm. You know, you know something's going on in her head and I swear when Rick's on the phone and Glenn stumbles out. Now, Glenn, you kind of glossed over that. Glenn comes up. Rick's talking on his crazy phone to Lori with the phone up to his ear. And Glenn comes out, and he's rubbing his eyes, and he's not looking at Rick. And then he turns away, and he doesn't see him. And Rick, the whole time, has his hand on the phone to his head. Uh-huh. And the look on his face is like a 13-year-old boy that's been caught masturbating by his mother. Mm-hmm. Like, uh Yes. <laughs> well, yeah. it doesn't I mean... I understand. I, I I totally understand. Like the whole thing of like Glenn being not awake enough to even really register it. You know, <laughs> like, who are you talking to? <laughs> and why is your penis out of your pants? Oh my god! No, I I like wake up and I'm fairly alert in the morning. But I know people who wake up and they're not fun. They're not really. They're they're pretty much like thirty three percent there. You mm-hmm. know, you can say morning and they'll go why hey you know. But they don't. They're not going to remember that they just walked by you, <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> not until well, you, down, did, did he have a phone in his hand? I'm yeah. Honest. Well, you've also got to think that they probably haven't slept all that much, and if he got any sleep at all, it was really you know restless sleep. Yeah. So if he if he could probably think that he was imagining something. Everybody's but life has been so tra- traumatic and chaotic that you know. That's just—it's just one of those things. It may not seem as weird <laughs> as it would <laughs> normal if you were just camping, you know. When if you were just camping, Rick would be the guy who's going to kill everybody with the axe in the next scene, <laughs> <laughs> which is not that far. I mean, Rick. I mean, that conversation is crazy that that he has there. Basically, you know, the gist of it. You know, it, it seems like just a conversation. But when you start realizing it's Rick talking to himself and, oh, yeah, Lori and the baby, oh, yeah, well, it's actually, I think we're better off here, you know? So mm-hmm. that those are the thoughts that Rick's having is, like, maybe everybody's just better off dead anyway, which could mean, I mean, look at him. He's starting to look like Iggy Pop, man. It's scary. <laughs> oh, God, don't let him take his shirt off. And I'm now. talking oh, old that's Iggy most, Pop, that's yeah. Most- you know, uh, speaking of Iggy Pop, I could swear I was reading something online that I thought Iggy Pop showed up in a... He was a zombie in one of the episodes of Walking Dead. It's very I possible. I could be wrong, but I thought I saw something 
about that somewhere. So if anyone, maybe they just had a zombie in Walking Dead that looked like Iggy Pop. Well, no, I, I, it could be something else. But I remember, you know, it was one of these things, you know, big name celebrities and little minor roles, sort of like, uh, you know, I want to say Bill Pullman or or what was his name from The Rocketeer who was in Next Generation, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, or Ashley no. Judd being in it. But uh, I could have sworn that Iggy Pop actually had a role as a zombie in Walking Dead. No, I could be... Well, there was an ar- article that, that I read that talked about stars that want to be on it, but they're not getting credited because they just they just won't want the end that, yeah, that was me, I was a zombie. Uh-huh. And the only one I think that they really pointed out that that I saw were, that it was confirmed was when Heinz Ford was a zombie, uh, the receiver for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Huh. He, he was an actual zombie on the show. Um, so they're, you know, they're like, oh, maybe there's been, you know, stars on here. Maybe there hasn't. We're not saying. So that that might have been what that article was uh, was was referencing. That could have been that. I can I can understand not publicizing that because you don't want it to become celebrity zombie of the week. Yeah, yeah. Unless you're bringing back like Billy dead, Billy Campbell, really, that's, that's genuinely who's dead. That's right. <laughs> That would be really creepy if they put, if they brought the newly you know the celebrities that have died up to this point you know so there's Mickey Rooney you know <laughs> my name is C- Bill C- William for short CGI <laughs> have him getting off a bus with yeah with his knapsack on stumbling out of a bus <laughs> followed behind him is Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> in in the red jacket from from uh, Thriller, that would be Shimon. I don't think that's what he was buried in, though. Uh, wasn't he just sealed in one of his you know uh, <laughs> cryogenic tubes? Yeah, cry- yeah, <laughs> yeah. There was probably or there was freshness. probably some Egyptian Egyptian mummification going on or something like that. Yeah, so he's gonna be the mummy, wrapped in in. Cloth soaked in mummy material, mummy spices, wrapped in Liz Taylor's dresses. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> Ouch. She's still alive, right? I think no, so. I don't no. think so. I think she's oh. dead. Is she? Well, so well, well, so far this show, we've referenced Ig- Iggy Pop. We'll see if he dies in the next month. Iggy Pop oh, and please. Liz Taylor, they're they're very similar in a lot of ways. Both of them human beef jerkies. <laughs> nope, she died in uh, 2011, March 23rd. Oh. We salute you. You know, I'm looking at the at the scene where, you know, Rick's kissing Lori and then, you know, she turns into the zombie. That, that bottom panel there, Rick doesn't Ugh. look like Rick. He looks... He looks like a politician. He looks like... <laughs> I want to say he looks like who's the vice president? What? Where? What? Where he? His waist has been eaten? No, no. The the one where uh, you know they're doing the kiss and you know now he's kissing the zombie lord. The the page in front of that, the bottom panel. He looks a little like young Robert Redford, actually. Yeah, uh, yeah. He does kind of look like Robert Redford. <laughs> it's just weird to see Rick in his pre-gristled down state, you know. Because mm-hmm. yeah, he looks kind of pudgy here. You know, he's he looks a bit fuller. So yeah, obviously this is, 
you know, when he, you know, had a decent life and three you know, square meals a day, mm-hmm. an extra hand. Carl's looking well. younger. He's got his hand back. Always nice. Yeah, and one thing I didn't mention in my synopsis, as she eats him, he's just saying to himself, I deserve this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is what I deserve. Yep. Well, you know, we kind of see this. This. I know we're jumping ahead in the TV show, but this scene is kind of... Uh, yes. Oh, wait. At least no, the wait. idea this behind it. This was a deleted scene. This was a deleted scene. I think we t- talked about that on another show. It was a deleted scene where uh, the actress, uh, Lori, what? Callus, or uh, uh, no, not Lori. The one who played Lori. Yeah, the one who played Lori. What was her name again? Uh, uh, Sarah Wayne Callus. Yes, where they showed a, a deleted scene where they did her up in the zombie makeup. It was when she was when Rick was seeing the Lori in the white dress on the outskirts right. of the of the prison. And there's one scene where he goes out and he talks to her, and and then she turns and walks away, or or she just leaves. But in the deleted scene, he kisses her and she, he. When he opens his eyes, she's a zombie, and she's going in for him. Mm. It might have so. ended up looking too much like, uh, oh, what is it, The Shining, when Jack Nicholson's making out with mm. the lady in the bathtub. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> right. The creepy furry blowing the other guy. Uh, yeah, I was just going to say, there's no zombie furries in this one, though, or oh, zombie twin God. little girls. At least, well, the zombie twin little girls were a while ago, and that was just their heads. Yeah, that's oh, we've true. got we've got two little boys in here. That's true. Yes, mm. we'll be we'll be meeting them soon enough too. Poor Ben and Billy, <laughs> and their TV counterparts. Just look at the flowers. We were. I was. <laughs> uh, it's funny. I was. Um. Um. Coming Ouch. home from eating today, we were driving through this park that's at the top of a big hill by my house, and at the top of it is our is is um the water supply, and there's a little like jogging trail around it, and then there's like a sort of area where you can sit and look over the city, and uh, there's a little bench that you can sit on there, but there's about. Pff, 15 feet of grass and then it drops down into this steep grade that goes down you know 60 or 70 feet and there's always people looking at and you can see the whole city from there so there's always people just sort of wandering over there and looking at it but we were watching this guy and his little girl who had to be like four or five years old and she's standing by the edge and he's just standing behind her looking at her and something about their body language just made me think that he was contemplating just like <laughs> giving her the boot off there. <laughs> and I look at my roommate and I go, uh, does it look like that guy wants to, and she goes, look at the flowers, look at the flowers. <laughs> and she has, she doesn't even watch walking dead. She just sees all the memes. And I was oh, like, okay, boy. that's what I thought I saw. <laughs> wow. Danny, I can see my house from here. Yeah. <laughs> I regret nothing. Yeah, he's just thinking, I could be free. I could be free. Oh. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Dr. Bill, I know you've, <laughs> you're you a parent as well. There's been those moments. I was just going to say, no matter how good your kid is, you got to have at least one point. There, there are always those those one moment where, like, you know, <laughs> I so wonder yes, if I could nice. get away with it. 
you have you know, those would... long those long drives home where you're like, how would my life be different mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> if they were all at the bottom of a lake? Uh, see, that's that's the wonderful thing about Oklahoma. There's so much open space out there, <laughs> and there's, there's, coy- really lost there's coyotes. Oklahoma. There's so many lakes and alligators in Florida. Mm-hmm. <laughs> alligators, that's right. Oh yeah, nature's garbage disposal. Coyote Sean and Alligator Bill. <laughs> We're going down uh, to the bayou to get rid of all relatives. <laughs> this is gonna. Now, Sean Engel was a Cajun, lived by himself in the swamp. (laughs) This turned into an episode of True Detective now, (laughs) Jesus. Oh. I know. Uh, I I really enjoyed this this issue. I think it's very well, it's really well illustrated. Oh, yeah. Very, very detailed. Well, you know what? I enjoy more, more, blah, 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 blah. (laughs) <laughs> as I try to do a, uh, a touching moment, Charlie I, Adler, I mess it up. No, I just would say what what I enjoy more is actually talking about these books with you guys. And I just want to say thanks for bringing me on and letting me do this with you guys. Well, again, I have to thank you know Chris for actually springing this off of you know Comics Monthly Monday because you know when we, you know, one of the things I was that I was clamoring to Chris about uh, you know, when they stopped doing Walking Dead on Comics Monthly Monday was that I really missed that because mm-hmm. you guys were the ones who got me into reading Walking Dead. And, you know, I just, you know, never really thought that I'd be talking about it and talking about not only the comics, but the show and the books and everything. So, yeah, I have kind of the same feeling as well. So, yeah. Well, thank I wanted you. to thank my parents and zombie <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right, we're going to start playing the wrap-it-up music. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) If it weren't weren't for zombie Jesus, none of us would be here. That's the thing is, is there aren't any really good, all the, all the, there's no real good zombie Jesus songs. You know what I mean? I mean, there's no real, like, creepy Easter hymns or something that I could play here. There's, there's really only one Easter song, and you guys know what it is, I'm sure, if you think about it for a second. I guess I'll be playing that as the music going out, but it's just not the same. One took over the line? No. Here comes uh, cocktails. The only one, right? What, what other Easter songs can you, can you... Hippity hoppity. <laughs> oh my god, he's dead. Good zombie genius to help him. He yep. brought the eggs. That's what I should have had for dinner tonight. Some rabbit Rabbit Hassan Fuss. Hassan Pfeffer. Hassan Pfeffer. Hassan Pfeffer. Hassan Fuss. That was a. That's a stripper's name. No, that was somebody, I think, like. it. I think that was somebody. And like the Reagan administration, the, who got I thought caught. Austin Twist was the was the Pink Panther, you know, thing, and uh, not Looney Tunes, but in Hanna Barbera. No, that was oh, Snagglepuss. Snagglepuss. Okay, if it's yeah. the Murgatroyd. Oh, I'm thinking of Eugene Hassenfuss. I think maybe Eugene Hassenfuss was the guy who flew the plane for Iran Contra and got shot down. <laughs> they found wow. him in the. Yeah, whatever <laughs> it has nothing to do with Haas and Pepper I, I knew a guy named Haas in the Navy uh, we always called him Haas and Pfeffer and he hated it with, with a passion I, I I also got to freely punch him in the face with, with, with nothing held against me really 
Oh yeah. See, see, one of the things that happens is when you're asleep, they don't hold you accountable for anything you say or do for like so many seconds after you wake up. So they tell you when you wake someone up, you never go in and touch them. You like tap on their bed. You never get close enough for them to grab you. Within yeah, within reach yeah. Right, okay. and you know you could wake up. God, get the blankety blank away from me! You rah, 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 rah. oh, sorry, sorry, I didn't realize what was going on. So um, we're living in an open barracks. This is after I was out of boot camp, and I guess wait, I was wait, playing. Wait. Is is this a real life with Doctor Bill that we're doing right now? Oh. Are we crossing the streams? Are we doing a back to the bin? Oh yeah, I guess this okay. is a real life, but this I don't have all here. Real life, Doctor Bill. Real life, uh, Doctor. And Bill. now, and now, another episode of Real Life with Doctor Bill. That's a horrible New York accent. I apologize to Paul. That's okay. He'll. I'm sure he appreciates the effort. <laughs> so anyway, uh, I had my he- my headphones on, and I guess this you know this guy's about I don't know ten feet from me, and I guess he could hear him, and he's just an annoying son of a bitch. So I'm laying there, and I see him. I got my one eye open. I'm c- kind of looking at him with, you know, how you sleep with the one eye. You're just seeing, you can see things and you see shapes and all. And I see, he's real close to me and he reaches out and he touches me. He's going, hey, 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 man, your radio's, your, your radio's too, too, too loud. I can't sleep. And, and I snap my eyes wide open. And I just take my fist and punch him dead in the face. Boom. <laughs> nice. And then, he, then he falls back on the floor. He's like, oh, my God, oh, you, know, you punched me in the face. Oh. No, I didn't break his nose or anything. I just bopped him like around the flat of his head just to get him away from him. Like, oh, hey, I'm sorry. I don't know what's happening. You're grabbing me. Uh, so the next day we go to the company commander. Uh, um, the woman that was in charge, yes, we had a female company commander. But um, and he proceeds to tell her the story. And then he gets to the part. Well, and then I grabbed him and tried to wake him up. And she said, wait, you did what? Well, I grabbed him and said, oh, okay, you're, you're both dismissed. This is done. This is over. You should have never touched him. <laughs> He's like, but, but he punched me in the face. <laughs> Got a free Good shot. Good to know for any young people listening there thinking about going into the military. Right. Yeah, you eat, get to, keep that you get to punch people in the face. Yeah, that's punch a, people that's in a the nice face. incentive. You can sort of set traps for face punching. Just, you know, keep keep playing like you're asleep. And just draw them in, just like a zombie. <laughs> and they'll, hey, hey, man. Ah, and you can bite their nose off. Dr. Bill went to bed every night with his fists clenched and cocked back. <laughs> Mouse trap. I signed up for six years. I'm going to get my payback <laughs> Someone's getting it in the face. <laughs> <laughs> and that was real life with Dr. Bill. There you go. Also, oh, I know what we forgot to talk about. Before this show, we were... Um, we we're looking at, at Dr. Bill. You sent us all a link to. There's a place oh. on Google Maps that has all the locations from the Walking Dead comics mapped in on the on the, on Google Maps. Yeah, I think this is. I, I looked at it a little further before we started talking, and they're all the way up in the Washington into like some of the more recent comics. And um, but I don't think there. I don't know if there's one for. All right, this map covers issues one through eighty. And it was last mm-hmm. updated. Well, there might be another one, but this is, this one says it was last updated on January 10th of 2011. Nice. So who knows? There might be another one. Maybe there's one for the television show. I don't know. But, it, you know, if anybody's interested, I don't know if we'll put a link in the thing or just, just type the Walking Dead Google. And that's how we found this. There might be more out there, but this is the first one that we found. 
Yes, uh, they they say I'm looking at it right now. The place where this uh, episode ends with Maggie hanging herself is somewhere in Georgia. Uh, about it's sort of northeast of Rome and uh, southwest of southwest of LJ. So that's where I'm seeing it. It's near the Chattahoochee National Forest. It's got a little triangle on it with a red uh, marker on it. Yeah. Yep. And they actually so. placed a marker down right at that place where Eugene found the the lazy zombie. The mm-hmm. lazy zombie ranch. And well, Eugene everybody. is fascinated. And that was in Cartersville, Georgia, is where they found that. So it, it, it's a nice little, uh, you know, time killer. <laughs> which I can see where they really were. Which pretty much sums up the internet in general. <laughs> oh, yeah. What would really be cool is if you could zoom down to street level and see zombies. Yeah, that would be cool. <laughs> I heard they Keep were hiding running. Pokemon a while ago, but yeah. Oh, Jesus. Did did you see the Loch Ness Monster? <laughs> yeah, they, they found out. Uh, they debunked it. Yeah, yeah. I know. Sorry. Damn. I looked at it and I was like, ah, that's too good to like be a, true. <laughs> yeah, it's like, that's a boat wake, man. Yeah, yeah it, it, it just wouldn't be that much shaped like a monster anyway. If it was really the monster, it would just be a big black blur under the, the water. But people love that shit. It, it like only fun. had a couple days on the Facebooks before somebody debunked it. So I was pretty happy about that with the internet. I was pretty proud of the internet on that. The internet's self-regulating. <laughs> yes. Right. So, yeah, I think we're about ready to... So next time we'll be doing an episode of the TV show. And what are we, into like the episode, second... Yeah, we're in the second season. Isn't it going to be episode two? I think we it's the second covered... episode of the second season. Yep. Yeah, because yeah, we covered... Uh, uh, they were on the... Oh, uh, that's right. Carl got shot yep. at mm-hmm. the end of the episode. Blamo. So, yeah pretty dramatic ending to that one so this should be should be pretty interesting although spoiler i think we all know he lives but. chief uh, if i were surrounded by six or eight of these things would i stand a chance with them well there's no problem if you had a gun shoot him in the head that's a sure way to kill him if you don't get yourself a club or a torch beat him or burn him they go up pretty easy are they slow moving chief yeah they're dead they're all messed up If you shop at Amazon.com, please consider using the link at 2TrueFreaks.com to shop there. If you use this link to go to Amazon and then you shop, 2TrueFreaks gets a little cut of what you buy and it doesn't cost you anything extra. So you get to shop as usual and help out the 2TrueFreaks at the same time. Welcome to Amazon. I love you. Visit our website at 2TrueFreaks.com. 2TrueFreaks is always spelled T-W-O-T-R-U-E-F-R-E-A-K-S. You can email 2TrueFreaks directly at 2TrueFreaks at gmail.com. 2TrueFreaks and all of its excellent affiliates are available on iTunes, and you can choose to subscribe to either the entire network if you wish, or pick whichever individual shows you want to follow. We have so many shows to choose from, there's just bound to be one that appeals to your particular fandom. Just search 2TrueFreaks with an exclamation mark at the end, space, and the number 2. You can find 2TrueFreaks on Facebook. 
Just search for Two True Freaks. If you ever leave your house and you actually have friends, why don't you tell them about Two True Freaks? If you've enjoyed our show, please, won't you take a moment to rate us on iTunes? That helps others find the show, too. Thanks for listening. And join us every Monday for new episodes of Two True Freaks. We were finally invited aboard one of these spacecraft, which landed near Ann Arbor, Michigan, on October the 24th of 1954. This is a drawing of the craft. As I was leaving the craft, the commander, Soltek, said, soon others of your people will be able to have an experience similar to this. A bunch of damn dirty apes. It's me, Maury Clawhammer. Don't you recognize me? Of course you don't. I've gone back to my simian roots. Maury Clawhammer is going ape. That's right. Coming soon at twotruefreaks.com, it's Planet of the Apes Month. Hey, look at me. I'm peeling a banana with my feet while watching all five of them monkey movies. Now I'm reading a chimpanzee comic while swinging on my swinging tire swing. Woohoo! Then it's toy time when some kid throws me a vintage Mego Dr. Zayas action figure. And I'm gonna put it where the sun don't shine in front of a whole third grade class. And nobody's gonna bat an eye. Then I'm gonna pull it out and I'm gonna fling it at him. It's a whole month of monkey madness. Coming soon at twotruefreaks.com. Check it out. I'm devolving by the second. Or is it the other way around?